Welcome to Whiskey and Wonder. Hello, everyone. Again, welcome back to Whiskey and Wonder. Uh, this is a podcast where every week we get together, we review whiskey, and we teach the others something that has made us wonder. Uh, as usual, if uh, you are not new here, it has been a rough start <laughs> to get going um, because we are now on episode 98 and we are still no closer to being professional than we were at episode 8. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm Megan. I'm one of the regular hosts here at Whiskey and Wonder, and joining me is my beautiful Jamie. She is going to co-host with me this week. Not Tyler, guys. Not Tyler. Tyler is, I literally don't know, because <laughs> I'm a bad friend, and I did not ask him. I just know he was like, I'm not going to be here, and I was like, cool, I'm going to have Jamie come on. <laughs> and We'll get to that later. Yep. Uh, and so here we are. We are Whiskey and Wonder, and I don't have any of the notes or anything pulled up because um, I'm a professional. So check us out, uh, whiskeyandwonder.com. You'll be able to find all of our information there for our socials, our donations, our Patreon, um, all that fun stuff. Definitely patreon.com slash whiskeyandwonder. That's going to be how you can vote on our infinity bottles, which I know our bourbon bottle is getting real close there to being full, um, as well as lots of other little neato things. We have a store, uh, whiskeyandwonder.com, Instagram, Whiskey Podcast, uh, and uh, everything is going to be down in the show notes, whatever you guys need. Sponsors. Let's not pull a Mamie Thurman episode. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not pull a Mamie Thurman, okay? The sponsors don't happen until after opening the bottle. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> stick around to see who sponsors the podcast. <laughs> um... <laughs> But uh, for all you guys who are uh, Patreons, who donate, who like, subscribe, rate, review, do all the wonderful things, you are huge and we would not be here without you. So thank you so much for everything you do. Have some applause. A big fact. All right, guys. Um Thank you again for the donations and support, and uh, let's go ahead and do this. The open segment. Oh, this came really fast. Uh, yeah? Yeah, I thought we were going to do opening the bottle first. No, open segment always comes first. I realize that now. Okay. How have you been? <laughs> I've been so good. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tell me about it. Well, I <laughs> uh, live with you. So. What? <laughs> no. Yeah. What? I know, right? Crazy. <laughs> um, Jamie got her hair done. Yeah, I did. So we went on, yes, nope, not yesterday. Yesterday was Saturday. We went on Friday mm -hmm. um, and spent like five hours in a salon in Denver, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. um, Shout out Lake Norman Hair Studio. Yeah, definitely. In fact, Lake Norman Hair Studio and Michelle have a round of applause because you guys are bomb diggity. Mm 
So we went to the studio and Jamie got all sorts of dolled up fanciness going on. Um, I literally just got my hair done. That is not even close to literally all you got done. <laughs> and I got eyeball tattoos. Like, it's <laughs> fine. That's a pretty big deal. <laughs> <laughs> and you got your eyebrows done. So, like, you had three salon services. Yep. Which is more than most people get, I think, when they go to the salon. I think. Maybe. It's more than I get done when I go to the salon. Oh, I don't know. I just walk in and be like, Michelle, fix this. <laughs> from the chin up fix it and, <laughs> and she usually hooks me up pretty good oh uh, she did wonderful so those of you guys who are not on youtube go on youtube and check us out um jamie has silver like frosted in the tips of her hair and like a splotch of purple it looks fucking amazing um and her eyebrows are on fleek let's bring black let's bring back on fleek that's the first time i've ever i think been able to actually say eyebrows on fleek yeah? I think so. Okay. I don't know very many people who have on-fleek eyebrows. So, you now have on-fleek eyebrows. Thank you. You're <laughs> welcome. Okay. Uh, but the coolest part about going to the salon was you got permanent makeup done. I did. You got permanent eyeliner, which means this bitch tattooed her eyelids I did it. I did that. Tell tell us how. I mean, I was there, so I know yeah, how it went. But like, like, so tell, you were there. <laughs> tell everyone You held else. my hand because I'm a little bitch. No. Um. No. Like it really was fine. Um. What was happened? Oh, listen. <laughs> this is unfair. So what happened was Michelle put like this hardcore numbing stuff on my eyelids and was like stop fucking blinking and i'm really bad at eye makeup which is why i was like do it put a needle <laughs> within millimeters of my eyeball so i don't have to do this anymore um and she told me to stop blinking and i blinked and got it all in my eyeballs couldn't feel the eyeball <laughs> In both eyes, couldn't feel my eyelids, couldn't feel my cheek, because at one point I wiped it onto my cheek, so, like, thought I was having a stroke for half of that, and was silently panicking. Um, and then she took me in the room, and I, my eyeballs were irritated, because they had numbing stuff in them, and so I looked really high, according to Michelle. I don't, I couldn't see my eyeballs. Yeah, you looked, you looked blazed. <laughs> And she tattooed the eyeliner, and I'm really twitchy. You were so twitchy. Which I don't know how I was so twitchy for not being able to feel that entire area. Your eye, like the entire time went... <laughs> like, I felt so bad for Michelle, because I was like, I would... I'm pretty good at doing makeup, and I'm pretty good at eyeliner, but my God, I would have, like, had that eyeliner up at your eyebrow, so... I, listen, I know I'm bad at it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Michelle. <laughs> Thank you. Um, which makes me think back, because, like, a couple months ago, month, at least a month ago, you and friend Bella got together and pulled some let's distract Megan while she's actively working and 
you did your makeup and got a really nice outfit and stuff and then like come and came and invaded my work life. Mm -hmm. Workplace harassment. Yes, that is what took place. That is what you did. You harassed me at my place of employment Mm -hmm. um, with eyeliner on. Did you do that eyeliner yourself? I did not do any of that. I don't think. I know the eyes I didn't. Bella did it. And that is why you got the text message. I've been stabbed in the eyeball. (laughs) Which makes so much more sense now with how twitchy you are. You got so mad. You were like, (laughs) why did, what happened? And this is normal standard operating procedure. So shout out to fucking friend Bella to be able to do your eyeliner in the first place because it looked pretty damn good. I didn't realize you were a twitchy little bitch. I don't want to be. <laughs> I actively make an effort to not be. So let's talk about how you stopped twitching when I was able to like hold your hand and tell you to stop. I couldn't feel my face. So <laughs> I don't, if that's valid, point proven. So Michelle, comment and tell us if that's what happened. Yeah, Michelle, do I remember right? Mm. Is, that, is that what happened? Uh, let's also talk about continue the process of getting your eyeballs tattooed because it was not smooth sailing. You were not numb that whole fucking time. I mean, I'm not a bitch for tattoos. You got your eyelid tattooed and the numbing cream wore off. Yes, it did. So like How the entire right eye, because she did the left first. Mm-hmm. The entire right eye, I was not numb. How was that? What did it feel like? It felt like I was getting a tattoo in the eyeball. (laughs) 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 Was she like heavy handed though? Was she like... She was trying not to be. And I distinctly remember at one point looking at the both of you and being like, just get in there. And so she did. And I don't know if you heard it, but she went in so hard that the machine like changed sounds. <laughs> she looked at me and she's like, can you see? Am I about to get sued? <laughs> <laughs> and we both we both were like, can you can I see like what just happened? And it was fine. Uh, well, it looks really good. So um, again, huge shout out to Michelle and like Norman. Uh, Michelle, I would never see you. (laughs) Facts. She knows too much. (laughs) I know she does. (laughs) The shit that gets said at a salon is real. Yeah, she's my secondary therapist. You heard a lot of stories. I did. Stories we won't share on here, but some real fun stories that Mm -hmm. learned a lot about Jam Jam. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah, so uh, it made me want to get my eyes tattooed. My, uh, made me want permanent makeup. Um, I would do it. I made me really want it, and I mean, I would like pain scale one to ten. Even with, like, if we're just gonna go off of the right eyeball, the one that wasn't numb, uh, four. Oh, that's not bad at all. So. At most four. Yeah, I mean, with how heavy-handed Bo was doing my tattoo on my neck like I feel like I could take any tattoo now I have my entire foot done and it did not hurt as bad as that man shading the beholder on my back okay but that's also not a fair judgment because that thing is colored to the nines so like 
he made at bare minimum 10 passes on one area. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your skin was raw. Oh, it was fucking destroyed. <laughs> I was miserable. Um, but yeah, so uh, highly recommend permanent makeup. I think I'm going to get mine done at some point. And uh, go to Michelle at Lincoln Hair <laughs> <laughs> Studios. Um, and it was really freaky. Like, because just like with tattoos, you know, the ink bleeds and she would have to like clean out your eye and stuff. You look like a demon. That's what she said. So you took pictures. You net, you haven't shown me these pictures. I have not because bedtime. Well, no, not bedtime. But <laughs> um, I will show you those pictures. You looked straight up like your eye was blacked out. So what, yeah, what she's talking about is instead of the ink dispersing onto skin, it went into, into my your eyeball. eyeball. And it just black, no white, like, no pupil, yeah. no iris, black. So, yeah, y'all said that was happening, and I didn't really notice until she was, like, in my inner corner on my right eye, and I blinked, and my eye went dark. <laughs> Could not see. <laughs> Hip. <laughs> and then she fixed it. Well, yeah. Yep. Um. What else has happened in our life? Our life. Because it is one life. Uh, <laughs> uh, we went to dinner at Friend's house last night. That was we fun. We did. Uh, shout out to friend Stephanie, who does listen to the podcast um, and who has donated numerous whiskeys and fun things to us. Yeah. Um, so we did. We went to dinner. Her and I had a bonding moment. It was glorious. It was. Mm-hmm. Um, Nobody at the table knew what was happening between Stephanie and I in that moment. And we were just like, mm-hmm, yep. It was a, like, celestial experience between the two of them. And <laughs> everyone, else at the, everyone else at the table just sat and watched them. <laughs> and they just had a full-on, like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> but we're besties for the resty now. Big fat. Mm-hmm. Um... An open segment is really hard, guys, when you live with the person. Yeah, we're going to have to stop talking to each other. Like, we're going <laughs> to have to stop the, how was your day at work? At least on weeks where you're going to come record with Ooh, us. Because. I have something. Yeah. You know it, but the people don't. Yeah. Tell us. Tell us. Tell the I people. I got in trouble with Megan today. Yep, you did. <laughs> I did my job. That's not part of your job. I mean, the company... Okay, so they're coming into our salon tonight and stripping our floors and re-waxing them. They will not move... They are not allowed to move the stuff for us. And when I say stuff, I'm talking about our stations and our grooming tables. Which are like a couple hundred pound grooming tables. Yeah. At minimum. Yeah. Um, they are not allowed to do that because it is a liability. I mean, yeah, if they broke one, that's a couple thousand dollar table. Mm -hmm. so their waxing so, business is not going to pay for 10 grooming tables at the break. So we have to do it. Yep. Um, and Jamie has a really, really fun heart condition <laughs> where, um, 
She passes the fuck out. Carpet inspections. I perform floor inspections, and I'm really good at it. I <laughs> am a professional. Are you? Mm-hmm. Um. So Jamie has POTS, which I cannot remember what the acronym. Post- postular something, something, something. Betadins and syndrome. That's normally what an S is, right? Postular something, something syndrome. Postular tachycardia syndrome. Okay. Basically, if uh, she lifts heavy things, um, her heart constricts and doesn't pump blood anywhere and she passes out. So lifting and moving 200-pound tables is deadly. Well, dangerous. Listen, I was told by my cardiologist that I did not need to worry nor go to the hospital unless... uh, I was bleeding from the skull or my nose was bleeding or like essentially broke my nose. And I have not done either of those yet. So I am in this moment a professional. (laughs) (laughs) That was my fault. I knocked on wood, guys. The dog thinks somebody's trying to enter the house. (laughs) She's been wigged out here all day. So, yep. Um, Let me me go fix that. Yep. You you talk to them. I'll talk to the people by myself. I'm strapped in. <laughs> oh, she's quiet. <laughs> Look, I didn't I'm, even have to get up. Oh, she knows. So, so much talent. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what were we talking? Pots. So, yeah. Uh, Jamie hurt herself. Big shock. And I was not okay with it. And... um. <laughs> I hope on YouTube you guys can see the dog. If you, you can't. If you can't, Navia just like, are you my mother? From under the table at me. <laughs> um, I don't know what else. What do the people not know? What do our wonderful friends? Um, so because I have been the one demanding the squish brain updates, I don't, this has been in effect several episodes ago but megan no longer has squish brain yeah that's right been cleared of squish brain that's right did i not ever say that on the podcast i don't think you did oh um i am officially unconcussed i have no concussion anymore um you can no longer use that excuse nope now i just have my stupid brain (laughs) as an excuse um so it was a good six months recovery from this concussion. Um, and I know, uh, I'll go ahead. I don't know if I've told, talked on here about why the concussion was so severe. Um, and there's, there was a couple of different reasons for it. Um, one is I have something called um, Von Willebrand's disease, which is basically a clotting disorder, which uh, is why I bruise really, really easy. Uh, if you didn't know, a concussion is a bruise on the brain. So uh, I bruise really easily. and Like I've literally poked her, guys, and it looked like I beat her with a baseball bat. <laughs> yeah, like you don't want to see me with my pants off. My legs are purple. It's bad. <laughs> oh, take, drink some water, Jamie. Drink some water. That's an inside thought. We don't need to have that be an outside thought to the Whole entire fucking podcast world. Let me swallow that. (laughs) 
<laughs> I know what you're thinking. No, you don't. I don't. Nope. No, now I want to know. It, you just told me inside thought. Yep, so. I did. You can text me. <laughs> um. So Von Willebrand's disease already made it a severe concussion, and I did black out, which apparently is real bad when you get concussed. Uh, the doctor said I was hit with the force of an airbag, and it was a dog. So it was a dog skull. It was a dog skull. Yes. Uh, dog- and I have met the dog that did this, and I'm. Honestly, I'm surprised you weren't laid out and unconscious. I blacked out for a few seconds. No, I mean, like, I'm... Like, full-on, like... Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> clocked all the way out. I... I mean, I felt like I was. I apparently bled real bad. <laughs> and I told everyone, I'm not bleeding as I'm gushing blood. hmm <laughs> So, that's fun. Um, so, Von Willebrand's made my concussion that much worse but on top of that i have something called meniere's disease which is an inner ear disease which makes it so my inner ear basically does not function as a balancing level whatever um and the way my physical therapist explains it is uh your body has three ways it balances your eyes your feet and your inner ear i already never have an inner ear because of meniere's well, when I got concussed, I got hit hard enough that my eyes stopped being dominant. Like, I lost a She turned into eye. a chameleon, guys. <laughs> like, literally turned into a chameleon. The two eyeballs were divorced and were fighting for custody of the brain. So, I couldn't have my eyes to help me balance. So, literally, the only body part I had to help me balance was my feet. And, uh... I don't know if you've lost two out of three ways to keep you upright, but the nausea and vertigo and just misery that was the past six months was horrific. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't want that on anyone, but uh, I know a couple of people, uh, I won't name names, but there are a couple of people who told me like, oh, I'm just, I'm faking it. And uh, I must just, like, be asking the doctor to have me out of work. Mm. Wasn't. Thanks, though, for your vote of confidence. Uh, nope. Was actually fucked up. I'm not fucked up anymore. Now I'm just fucked up in the head. You've always been that. Facts. Since I was seven. <laughs> Um, okay, so we did uh, a squish brain update. I don't know where Tyler is because I'm a bad friend. And, um... Ooh, real quickly, the dog that did it to her almost did it again. No, he did not. Uh, no, uh, the other day, he almost did it again. However, I don't know if you were just a reflex or what, but you just like, yeah. <laughs> out of the way so fast. He did not. <laughs> leave, leave... I'm not saying I'm not saying he inten- did it with intention. No, no. and he I'm, felt so bad when he did it. I'm he wouldn't well talk aware. to me for two weeks. Like I'm that dog well aware I hated that him. that was both instances were unintentional. I've gotten a lot better at getting my head out of the way of things. Yeah. <laughs> um. 
All right. We are officially not the shortest open segment we've ever done, I think. So let's do this. Opening the bottle. Open the bottle, Megan. Listen, okay, I'm playing Tyler and Megan right now, and it's hard. So do we better. What? Do better. Do better. Do better. I don't know how to do better. Figure it out. We are drinking mm, Blackened. This is a blended whiskey. Um, it is a blend of both bourbons and rye. Now, this is a really, really neat whiskey. Um, I read about it in the Whiskey Advocate magazine that happened to be at the Lake Norman Hair Salon uh, while Jamie was getting her hair done. And Jamie was like, look, Megan, Whiskey Magazine, yeet. <laughs> Literally what I did. And I sat there and I like read all cover to cover this Whiskey Magazine. Um, and Blackened was one of their features in this version. Not version. What the fuck? Issue. Is it an issue? Yeah. Issue. Um, so this whiskey is found like founded and created by Metallica. This is oh, Metallica's Metallica. blend. Um, Which is extra special for us because Metallica is in the latest Stranger Things. It is. A series that we bonded over. We grew our friendship over that series. So, uh, yeah. R.I.P. Eddie. I'm not convinced. This one's for you. Not convinced he's dead, hopefully. Um, so, this Denial is... is one of the stages of grief. Maybe. I know. This is batch 129. Um, and a little bit about Blackened. So, it's more than a whiskey. Blackened is a testament to the creative process, to the hard work and determination required to make something from nothing. It's a monument to the ones who charge into fray and come out the other side stronger together. Fueled by decades of creative passion, Blackened is a distillation of the incomparable bond between the band and their community of fans. So Blackened began as a collaborative effort between Metallica and master distiller and blender Dave Pickerel. Dave Pickerel uh, of, I, I know it's Whistlepig, and I think his other brand where he was a master distiller was Four Roses, but don't quote me on that. I know I know he was Whistlepig master distiller, though. What's his name? Uh, Dave Pickerel. And sadly, Dave passed away late in 2018, shortly after the launch of Blackened. In 2019, master distiller Rob Dietrich joined the team as master distiller and blender and guardian of Dave's legacy. As unapologetic masters of craft in their respective fields, they've built world-renowned legacies by carving out new spaces and bringing their singular incendiary perspectives to everything they touch. Unlikely collaborators on the surface, their shared creative fire and dedication to craft make them anything but. Together, they've created Blackened, an unconventional whiskey of uncompromising quality. So... These um, whiskeys, uh, once they're blended, they're finished in um, blackened casks. I believe I have written down. They're not written down, but in here somewhere. I believe it's blackened sherry. Brandy. They are finished in blackened brandy casks. Um, 
And more than that, they have created and trademarked something called Black Noise. Black Noise is a way that they have sound engineered their barrel process. Um, And I'll read directly from their website and then try to translate what it means if it doesn't make sense. So we set out to create We set out to craft a whiskey that brings the uniqueness of the collaborators together in a bottle. A whiskey born of innovation and unlike any other in the world. From the time Dave was a cadet at West Point, he was fascinated with the effects of sound. The way an organ can play a note that shakes an entire building. As he honed his craft over the years, the thought of what sound could do to whiskey at a molecular level stayed with him. As it so happened, Metallica and Meyer Sound innovated a subwoofer employing that same range, harnessing the vibrations that make a Metallica concert the resonant, visceral experience their fans know and love. The convergence of these ambitions have resulted in a sonic enhancement method that utilizes a variation of the band's song-determined frequencies to disrupt the whiskey inside the barrel— causing increased wood interaction that kicks up the wood flavor characteristics in the whiskey. We call this proprietary sound enhancement process black noise. So basically, this whiskey is played Metallica as it matures. I literally asked you this in the car when we bought it, and you were like, no. Yeah, I lied. This is why I have trust issues. (laughs) Um, so you're wrong, by the way, because I did not pay attention to that, to the fact that I have a whole ass computer in front of me. Um, Whistlepig, he did work with, and Maker's Mark was the Uh, other one. one. I knew it was another big one. I went with Four Roses, was wrong. Um, so... Um, or like half of that. Yep. This is not all of it. Jesus. All right. Talk, Jamie. Fucking hell. This I'm, is hard as I fuck. am astonished at how lackluster your bartender skills are. <laughs> fuck you. I mean, I'm just saying I did way better on the urine special. <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, other than the fact I got wasted. I mean, you got me out of a speeding ticket. So, not a speeding ticket. <laughs> I was not speeding. My tag literally just expired and the cop felt the need to tell me about it. Mm. Were you not speeding? I was not speed. She didn't say I was. I don't know. I don't know why she pulled you the over. The conversation was, hey, do you know your tags expired? Yeah, it literally just did. I'm working on it. And then she looks over at you, looks at you, looks at the bucket, looks at the dog, looks back at you with your head in the bucket. Okay, well, it just expired. So, like, I'm not going to write you a ticket. Let me just see your driver's license to be sure you don't have any warrants. And <laughs> knowing you, you probably, like, ran a red light or something, and she was going to write you a ticket. And then saw me and was like, ooh, they need to get home. Listen, I was just doing the good good deed, guys. Yep. Always have a DD, man. Facts. Don't, don't drink and drive. 
Don't like, drink and drive. That's huge. Yeah. 100% being real. Um, so I am going to continue to smell this while I talk a little bit about their black noise um, process. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? Just keep talking. Okay. <laughs> the same thing that happened at Stephanie's table last night just happened. Do I need to call Stephanie and be like, come get your friend? No. <laughs> so this is not a good start. Oh, it's fine. It's great. Okay. Are you not having a good time right now? I'm having a great time. I don't want you to be triggered. I'm fine. Okay. You don't taste yet. Remember, just smell. I'm. I saw you move it to your mouth. Okay. <laughs> 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 I love you. <laughs> um what in the world? So uh where was I? So you asked Words me are hard. they are <laughs> they're very hard. You asked me in the car um about if they listen to Metallica in the whiskey barrels, and I said no. First of all, who's they? Because I'm pretty <laughs> sure the liquid was in the barrel. <laughs> I don't think they, the group of men, were in the barrel with the whiskey. That would be a really funky flavor. No, you could be saying they as the whiskey, like, molecules. They were in the barrel, and they listened to Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Uh, they, the collective. <laughs> you guys, I'm an <laughs> asshole. I'm sorry. I'm, I've been told I'm insensitive. They, as in the, the liquid. They, the whiskey molecules. Um, I was not because aware. they're that... individuals. <laughs> I was not aware that they actually played Metallica to them until I read the Black Noise Literally, page. that is the only thing that makes sense. I... If you're go if if a brand, particularly a band, is going to create something like this, obviously they're they the molecules <laughs> are going to listen to Metallica. So all I read about or all I saw in Whiskey Advocate was that they use like a subwoofer basically to vibrate the molecules and like kick up the like kick them through the wood and stuff. I mean, same. <laughs> Are you okay? Oh, uh, guys, guys, the thumbs up to me is the equivalent of the middle finger, if not worse. So I, <laughs> that was offensive. You? <laughs> no, I'm in so much trouble. Um, but it wasn't until I was reading on their website. It is, it isn't, they aren't just like shaking the whiskey. It is literally music what is being played to them. What happens in your brain? Like, I need, <laughs> is it just, this, this, these are they, this is them, the molecules. <laughs> no, of course, they put giant headphones on the whiskey barrel that the headphones are plugged into the giant subwoofer and they play Metallica music. Facts. That's what they do. <laughs> that just seemed wild to me. 
well, when you asked. And I was, so I was like, no, that's not what they do. Of course, that's not what they do. That seemed insane. Have you not seen them play classical music to trees or plants or anything? Yeah, like, that that's stuff how that's- is alive. Ooh, I just clipped real hard. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry. Um, have, I'm sorry. Have you met me? I am a clip. Um, so, yeah, you play classical music and stuff to, like, trees and plants and stuff to promote it. This is a whiskey. Are you saying that those water molecules don't exist? Are you atomists? I'm calling the science committee. <laughs> 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 I have no words. Okay. I'm speechless. So, the whiskey molecules are not alive. <laughs> or else I'm going to feel real bad drinking them. So, I did not think something not alive would have music played to it. So, my AP science teacher exists somewhere on my social media. So, I will be... Uh, Alerting her to this episode so I can look at you and she can hear me tell you that grass is alive. I know that grass is alive. So if grass is alive, why can't the whiskey and the water be alive? Everything has a soul, Megan. I don't know if this is you being sciencey with me or you being Christian with me. <laughs> but for once, they Good can night, go- guys. And she's leaving. Goodbye. No wonder segment. This has been it. This is it. She's actually gone. Bye. Um, or she's just getting hot. Nope, she's gone. <laughs> Please come back. I can't do this without you. Oh, Navia thought we were actually leaving. She got so excited. Um, you want to sleep in the bed tonight? No. Oh, are you going to sleep in the dog bed? Or am I going to sleep? You are. <laughs> Sleeping in the dog bed? It's cool. I can snuggle up Brooks. <laughs> and the cats. We'll all snuggle together. And you and Navia. <laughs> no one else is going to get that. Guys. Uh, talk about clipping. There's you one. Um, our cat. So both of them. The older one. It's always been a joke with everybody that he makes soggy biscuits because he does the whole cat thing where he makes biscuits, but they're soggy. He drools. He suckles on you yes. as he like... Only human flesh. Um, most cats will do it on blankets or themselves. Only human flesh. The earlobe is prime real estate. I, however, am allergic to cats. Um... He, the only logical conclusion we have is he has taught the, don't get up. He has taught the baby to do it. And her prime real estate is my pillow. So I don't know if she really loves me or if she's actively trying to kill me. (laughs) Because all I hear at night is just... In my ear, and by then my you head, touch your pillow, and it's wet. It's wet. It's moist. There you go, Asia. There's you one. Um, <laughs> we're supposed to be talking about whiskey right your now. Your listeners hate me. I've been fired. No, uh, no, you can't be fired. 
I have not fired you. Tyler doesn't listen to the episodes, so he's not firing you either. Oh, good. Then he won't listen to me talk shit later. <laughs> what the fuck? Love you, Tyler. Um. So back to this blackened whiskey that gets played Metallica music to it. To its very much soulful molecules. What do you smell? Am I allowed? Can I smell? You can smell. You can smell. You can't taste. You can smell. Smell it. Let me know what you think. Um, It's... So this is a blend of bourbons and rye. Of course, it's all secret. We don't know what the blend is. Like maple syrup or like simple Mm, syrup or... Not quite maple, but pancake syrup. Yes, which I believe is maple syrup, but... But like the fake ass American shit. Yes, that specifically. <laughs> okay. Okay, so not real maple syrup, but like Aunt Jemima sugar. Ah, uh, don't get me stuck. Nope, that is no. We don't have time for that. Say something else. Food Lion brand maple <laughs> syrup. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Butterworth is that one? Is I think that, so. Is that butter? <laughs> anyway, moving on. Yes, fake ass American maple syrup. Okay, so um, what's kind of like really fucking with my head is it has all of the like bourbon sweetness, but I smell rye. That's what's fucking me up too. Like I smell two alcohols. Yes. I smell two different types of whiskey and I'm like, but what is it? Yeah. Um, so when we get both of our bourbon and our rye infinity bottles filled, I am going to like mix a little bit of them together if I like this. And see what happens. So I agree with fake ass American maple syrup. Um, Lots of rye spice. Like I'm getting the dill that I've come to associate with rye. Um, And some sort of like dried fruit. Like maybe a dried prune or... What's close to vanilla but not vanilla? Caramel. No. I get vanilla, but it's not vanilla. It's vanilla-esque. Okay. Kind of vanilla-y. Almost vanilla. But it's not vanilla. But it's not vanilla. I don't know. Creamy sweetness. Yep. Creamy sweetness. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I just nodded and agreed with you. I don't know what your problem is. (laughs) We can't do this together anymore. (laughs) Get it? Wow! Every time you're on here, I have to insult you somehow, and I'd never do it intentionally. Um, I bring that up, by the way. Of course you do. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are supposed to be smelling plum. Golden? No. Yep, nope. Well, I said I got a dried fruit, so maybe okay. dried plum. Okay. Golden raisins. That no. can be a dried. That, that is a dried fruit. So, yeah, okay. Brown sugar. Maybe. Oak, vanilla, baking spice, and it is a tad biscuity. I don't know. You have this conversation every time the word biscuit comes up. I don't know if they mean European (laughs) biscuit (laughs) or Southern biscuit. The uh, dearest, the only logical conclusion is tea biscuit. I don't. There... I am Southern as 
fuck. <laughs> and there is no way that Meemaw's Biscuits <laughs> is Nana's Biscuits. There is no way that my Nana's Biscuits are in this alcohol. It's, no. It's tea biscuits. I think this one might be trying to say Southern Meemaw Biscuits. Reading this review from the Whiskey Jug under American Whiskeys, Blackened, I think. What gives you, other than the word biscuit, what in that sentence gives you Nana's Biscuits? Um, Speaking of Nana, please make more so I can eat the dough. Thank you. Uh, the fact that they are spelling things the American way. That's, that's the biggest thing I have on this is, um, like color and all the other things that in Europe, they add a U in randomly. This website is not, they're spelling everything the Americanized way. And that makes they me... They could just be lazy Americans. That is valid. Also, uh, Rob Dietrich is from Stranahan's Whiskey. Did not know that. Fun facts with Megan. Um, I... I don't know. It's... You think Tea Biscuit... I think tea biscuit, and oh, well. I will stand. I will die on the tea biscuit hill for every single battle that this conversation goes into. Okay. Okay. Um. Anyway, that's what we're supposed to be smelling, guys. Uh, have you tried yours yet? I have not done anything. You're waiting without, for permission. I'm waiting for permission. Yes. You may taste. You may. It is allowed now. Really. Yeah, you can do it. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm going to attempt to fill the air. Sorry, anytime Jamie does something, I just kind of watch her. And it's a little creepy. (laughs) Sorry. So. Okay. Initial sip. Not what I expected. Um, What do you think? That hurt. What do you mean it hurt? It hurt like that was so slow going down that I had to sit and focus like it pain that's all I got from that okay you need to try it again but are you going to be able to drink it like was it your body that was like (laughs) I'm not swallowing this I don't know try again um I only got a very initial taste and I definitely the finish sitting in my mouth, I'm getting that blackened, like, brandy, like, char, which is actually kind of enjoyable um, with a little bit of, like, dried fruit. So that's probably So this will be a bottle that you drink on your own. Yeah. Because I taste a whole lot of berries. Berries? Yeah. You don't like berries? Mm, in circum... Circum? <laughs> in certain... Shut up. Stances. Circumstances. Yes. In stuff like this, no. Okay, what? Like blackberry. I can pick up what you're putting down. Yeah. Very, very berry-y. That's a good way to describe it. It's 
like blackberries, blueberries. I'm just like amazed. Berry medley. That I can come on here. I've come on here three, four times now and pulled descriptions out of my ass. <laughs> and like, yeah, you just agree with me. I don't know what to tell you. I'm so horrible with words. I, this is a very fruity whiskey. It is. But like, n- all the fruit that I don't like in a liquid. <laughs> <laughs> there is 100% apricot. Like, dried apricot. Yeah. I would say dried apricot. Apricot? <laughs> dried apricot. Um, with raisins, blackberry, blueberry. Um, I'm getting a, the char finish and a little bit of the oak there. Mm -hmm. Um, and a, a tiny bit of the dill that makes me go, oh, there's the rye. I found it. It's right there. Yep. I agree. Like all of what you're saying is there. I just don't like it. Oh, no. Are you going to be able to do this? I mean, yeah, I'm going to finish this glass. But like I said, this is going to be something that you make your haughty toddies out of or something. Okay. I'm not going to. You pull this out of the cabinet. And I'm just going to be like, oh, Mountie Dew. Mountie Dew. Oh, I bet this would make a really good whiskey sour. It'd be a really fruity whiskey sour. It'd be awesome. Don't put this in Mountain Dew. That's not a whiskey sour. I know, but you were looking at me when I said Mountie Dew. So. Because I did think about it. But, um, all right. So, according to the whiskey jug, we should be tasting brown sugar, molasses, plum, golden raisins, brown sugar. <laughs> they said that twice. Emphasis on brown sugar. Um, oak, vanilla, baking spice, and... Biscuit. Mm-hmm. So that's what they're saying. Um, I don't disagree. Yeah. Except for the biscuit. <laughs> I taste no biscuit. I don't taste any biscuit either. Um, there's way more fruit than what they're saying. Yes, 100%. Like, I disagree with the amount of fruit that's in this. There, it is a very fruity whiskey. This is the whiskey for the gay, the gay and me to drink because it is all the fruit. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) I'm watching her like listener count just go down. Are we that bad? I am. I don't know about you. I suck. Um. It has an oily mouthfeel, they say. I don't... I'm not yes. Gonna, yeah? Yes. Yeah? And I think that's why it was so hard for me to swallow. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Okay. Whatever you say. I don't I, get oily. I'm dying on this hill. Okay. You die on that hill, baby. Hmm. All right, guys. Well, 
on today's episode of Whiskey and Wonder. Megan and Jamie break up over <laughs> whether or not whiskey has an oily mouthfeel or not. <laughs> right. That's happening. Please. Okay. Damn I got it. concerned. Oh my God. <laughs> your face. <laughs> you could say you hate whiskey and never want to drink it. I'd say like, okay, more for me. <laughs> so, okay. Um, I guess we're going to sip on this whiskey and, um, we are going to move on, but first, uh, check out all of our sponsors. They're going to be down below in the show notes, particularly take a look at BarkBox.com. BarkBox, we love you. We do. BarkBox. BarkBox. (laughs) BarkBox is amazing. And do we have promo code or... It is BarkBox.com slash Whiskey and Wonder for your free month of BarkBox for all the good boys and girls that listen. Good girls? I was hoping yeah. it would just... Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all of that stuff is going to be in the show notes and officially we mentioned our sponsors. I don't have our actual sponsor ad thing pulled up. And I cannot do that off the top of my head, so... NordVPN? Yep, that's one. We don't have a special code for that that I can actually talk, though. So check out NordVPN, BarkBox, Flaviar, and Tervis tumblers down below in our show notes. Yay. Megan's struggling. She's trying to find a button. It's time. For the wonder segment. Okay, Megan. We've before we get into this, we have I have some bullets of discussion. What are you you keep doing this and it makes me nervous. Sit down. Okay, I have to do this every few minutes or else the cameras will freeze and we'll be fucked. Oh, okay. (laughs) Then keep doing what you're doing. Sorry, I have to. But we do have to address a couple things before I get into this uh, wonder segment. First on the agenda, Mr. Tyler. I know what you said when you said it. And fuck you, sir. You don't listen to the episodes, so you don't know that that only happened one time. And I've been quite proud of myself at the fact that... I haven't done it since the first episode, so I thought. So oh. so politely, fuck you, bro. Um, but love you. Like, also love you at the same time, because I also know the rest of what you said when you said it. And so love you, bestie for the resty. Um, secondly, as I guess, uh, I'm just going to vote myself the perma backup host. Um, I'm renaming these episodes that I host with you. Um, they are now special, we made it weird episodes. <laughs> so, yep. If you know, you know. If you don't, um, let's talk some more Murdy. I love Murdy. <sighs> yep. It is my favorite topic. Um, I was really hoping that you would not figure this out and I could at least get halfway through it before you figured out what I was doing. Um, However, you're a cunt, and you figured it out as I was writing it. <laughs> you gave me two min- one clue. You gave I me one literally clue gave you like- the vaguest detail ever, and you were like, oh, you're doing this. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, um, there goes that. 
lost that bet. Um, also, I struggled really hard with this because you know what I'm doing. I struggled really hard not to salt and pepper this bitch with personal shade. Um, about this topic, stay in your lane. Um, and I went back and forth on whether or not I'm going to do it. And I think we're just going to think about it as this goes on. Um, I just don't don't want to get sued. Um, uh, yeah, don't sue us. Don't I'm names. also, because of the nature of this Murdy, I am going to describe its location in vague detail. I'm not going to give the address of where this murder happened because it is a residence that somebody is actively living in. In certain states, you don't have to disclose that there was a dead person. You don't house. either, but if I sit here and go on and be like, happened at this address, <laughs> like, those people could sue me. <laughs> yes, don't do that. So that is why um, I'm well aware in this state that you do not have to disclose that a, somebody died in the home. Um, but anyway, moving on, don't sue us. Um, I would like to introduce you, Megan, and listeners. Friends. And friends. Megan and friends. To Brett Parker and his wife, Tammy Jo Parker. Brett worked for a medical sales company. Um, he was also a sports bookie for funsies on the weekends. Tammy, uh, Tammy Jo worked as a farm for a pharmaceutical company. They never outright said she was a pharmacist, so I don't want to say she was a pharmacist. She made a very hefty salary at a pharmaceutical company and was also a singer for funsies on the weekend. Um, Brett and Tammy had two children together, married 16 years, perfect white-collar family, white picket fence, the whole nine. That's them. That's the Parkers. Um, let me just circle back a minute. The Parker's dad, um, Mr. Mr. Parker, um, was also a very successful bookie. Um, it's also like fucking illegal in the state of South Carolina, what they were doing. And they were illegal gambling Yes. Like, right? Like yep. in charge of illegal gambling? Yes. Yeah. Don't do that. No, um, but like everyone in the local area, uh, and it seemed like the entire state, but just specifically the local area, knew who Brett and his father was, um, and they didn't care. I actually dug so far into this that they were known to local law enforcement, and the police knew about them. Knew what they did on the weekends. Didn't care. Actually, a direct quote from one of the officers who worked this murder is on record saying that they didn't want to dedicate the time and the energy to put together a task force and a team to investigate them. That is an exact quote. So do with that what you will. Fuck the police. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> on April the 13th, 2012, things changed. The local 911 receives a call from Brett 
that his wife had been shot. During this call, he tells the dispatcher that he knows the murderer and gives the name of his friend, Brian Copenhurst. Brian is a friend and an employee of Brett. Brett also tells the police and the detectives that Brian had recently come out to the home and tried to force Brett to open his personal safe. During the 911 call, Brett also admits to shooting Brian, killing him as well. Brett's statement to the police, in his statement to the police, he says he heard Brian shoot his wife from downstairs. He goes upstairs, um, deduces that Brian is the one who shot Tammy. He's, I guess, like standing at the top of the stairs with a gun. Um, and then once Brian makes eye contact with Brett, uh, sees him and orders him upstairs, um, and walks him to the safe at gunpoint. Brett says this is where he reached for a loose nine millimeter, uh, revolver that was tucked in under a blanket on top of the safe, just the loosey goosey out and about whips around, shoots him, is what happened to Officer Sarah, please believe me. Yeah, sounds legit. Yep. Brian's whole claim with this is that this falls under the stand your ground law. I'm not going to delve too far into the politics on this because I have a concealed carry permit. So I'm going to give you this case and let you make your own conclusions on if this falls under the stand your ground law. Which is also known as the make my day law what I've always called it. Yeah. Um, Tammy Jo's body was found in the office on the second floor. The way her body is positioned on the ground led investigators on scene to believe that she was in the act of running away when she was shot. Brian's body was found in the attic, shot four times, clutching a nine millimeter pistol. Um, this pistol is actual factual, the same weapon that killed Tammy. Like they did bullet testing. This is the weapon that killed Tammy. Um, Brett tells the police that Brian was over, um, particularly that day they were friends. So I guess they, he's over frequently, um, that day in particular, he's over there because Brett owed him a large sum of money, $21,300 to be exact, but also like pay up. <laughs> um, anyways, moving on. Brian is seen in the family security cameras. This is where things are about to get interesting, guys. Brian is seen on the family's security cameras pulling up to the Parker's home at an arranged time, which is about 12 o'clock noon. Pay attention to me, not your phone. But, 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 I, but this is important. Okay. I was pulling up a trivia with Tyler because I realized I didn't have one of those, but I have one now. Um, that's how interest, how much interest she has in me, guys. <laughs> that was also rude as fuck. I knew what you were doing. <laughs> um he's seen he so he pulls up <coughs> parks gets out of the car he is seen on camera flinging 
the duffel bag um, that he was told to bring by Brett over his shoulder. Now, I'm going to pause here because I feel like the verbiage fling is a bit misleading. I don't know if y'all can see my hands, but I'm doing little air quotes. When I picture flinging, I picture like... Uh, right. Like that's throwing what, it away. Basically, is where my mind went to when this, my sourcing, you, multiple times used the word fling. I don't feel like fling is accurate. Um, so I watched the sec- the actual security camera footage. And I don't know what verbiage you want to use, but be it like toss, fling, I, I, I don't know. He maneuvers this bag in a way that you would just a, a duffel bag, like a gym bag, a backpack. He puts it on. Like he just puts over it his shoulder. Over his shoulder. Like he yeah. doesn't throw it away. He doesn't fling it. He just like puts it on. Um, just, yeah, like, like any gym rat, gym bro would do carrying their duffel bag into the gym, like on their way in or out of a gym is what I think of. Um, it's not a, I'm fucking about to go murk this woman fling. Uh, like he's not, there is no, Motive's not the right word. There's no violence in it. Yeah, there. it's not a violent act at all. Um, he enters the home through the side door, um, which, again, isn't really that big of a, of a thing because he's a frequent flyer to this house. Like, it's essentially friend Bella and her partner coming in our back door regularly. Okay. It yeah. Versus using our front door. Yeah, that's not weird at all. Yeah. Like if so, they, like if they kill us and they're like, mm, they entered through the back door. That's the door they always come in and out of. Yeah, that's just that's their door. That's the the, the door that friend Bella comes yeah, in. That's their door. So I guess the side door was his door. Um. I lost my place. A side door. Um. Brett tells him to proceed upstairs. He's in the bathroom, apparently. Brett. Brett is it. Brett Parker is in the bathroom so, taking a shit. Taking Spe- a shit. Specifically, and... he tells that to the police. That comes up later. Okay, so the he is shit sitting is there that important. taking a shit and like from the bathroom, like the bathroom sitting down, he's like, hey, bro. Yeah. Just go on upstairs. I'll get you your money. Within two minutes of Brian being in the home um, and at like, being told, just, I'll meet you upstairs, taking shit. Um, he hears the gunshots. He then exits the bathroom and proceeds to go investigate. And that's where he finds him at the top of the stairs. Um, and that's inner the hole. He made me do it. He held me at gunpoint. I need to not act like I'm not partial to this. Um, so, anyway... Supposedly, according to Brett, he walks him past Tammy's dead body on the floor, gets to the safe, he reaches for that gun underneath the blanket, whips around and shoots him, um, and then runs out of the attic, past his wife, dials 911, runs out of the home 
where he then collapse. He's now on the camera, collapses backwards, literally in like hermit crab. Okay, you need position. A, you were way too far I, away from the mic. <laughs> um, like hermit crab position out in the driveway, talking to the nine one one operator. So he runs out of his house where he's now on his like yard ring camera, whatever it was twenty twelve. I don't they never have those yet. Whatever. Yep. He's in a security camera because this is a nicer neighborhood. And he falls backwards like a turtle, basically, mm-hmm. is what I'm picturing. Mm-hmm. And is on like ah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Which like to eat your own you just saw your dead wife. So grieve how you grieve. Um, Brett also tells the 911 officer or dispatcher and the reporting officer on scene that he gave Brian that gun two weeks prior to the murder. Convenient. And was still, that gun was still registered to him at the time of the murder. That's real convenient. Um, the day after the murders occurred, autopsies were performed on both Brian and Tammy. Brian has a fractured left arm. He was shot in the arm, head, face, and chest, if I remember correctly. Um, the doctor performing the autopsy said there was a, quote, gaping hole in his left arm. I presume from bullet entry and exit um and stated that it would leave him physically unable to hold a gun in that hand it is impossible according to this uh doctor um now 40 jumping forward a little bit 43 days after the murder took place investigators were watching the home security footage from the day of the murders. And it's here that the police find something suspicious. From the camera pointed at the side door that he entered, uh, Brian entered, there is a split second where the blinds are seeing being opened and then shut back immediately. And this timestamp that this occurred is seven minutes before Brian enters the home. Like, before he pulls up. He's not there. So, like, someone was waiting for him. Someone was waiting for him. Somebody was looking to maybe see if he was there yet. Somebody was looking. Somebody was doing a good old looky-loo. Um, so, who, who's doing the looky-loo? Brian's not there. This is where you engage in conversation. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I sound so mean to you. <laughs> I not. hate this episode. Why? Because I've told you to get off your phone and engage in conversation. <laughs> You're so mean. I am tortured. Um, uh, so it, I guess, I mean, it could be... Um, I forgot. The only two people in the house at, her at this moment is Tammy and Brett. Okay. Well, maybe, I mean, it could be Tammy <coughs> being like, hey, I know Brian's coming over. Let me see if I can see Brian here yet. Yeah. But if you're looking out, like you and I have both looked out of our blinds for Bella. 
Yeah. And it's not a... <laughs> it's not a real quick like, uh-uh. uh-uh. It, that's literally what it was. <laughs> Listen, that's weird as fuck. Maybe... I don't have a logical excuse for that other than it sounds shady as fuck. Yeah, it does. Like it it sounds like um too many B names. What's the Brett? Brett is the homeowner. It it yes. sounds like Brett was like, I don't know, like Yep. Well, that's what he did. Um, well, it's what somebody did. Um was Tammy Joe fucking Brian? So there was only, like, again, two people in the home when this happened. A search f- after seeing this and being, like, that's suspicious. The police obtained a search warrant for the home, um, and the blinds were tested. And the findings were that there was gun residue on the blinds. Oh, like someone had shot someone and had it on them and then opened the blinds and That is them. how gun residue works. Yes. Oh. So what happens, if you don't already know this, when you fire a gun, the gun distributes particulate onto your hands. And you cannot get rid of this with just simply washing your hands one good time. Like it's there. Um, it is an explosion that happens in a very concentrated area. So. Basically. Um, so yeah, there's gun residue on the blinds. Why is there gun residue on the blinds seven minutes before Brian gets there? Because Brett shot his wife. Um, so again, I'm going to remind you that Brett is still using the self-defense law. Yep. He came in my house and shot my wife. Mm-hmm. And so I shot him. Yes. Which I think from all the reading and all the knowledge that I already have, because where this took place is five minutes from my house in Columbia, where I grew up. You just gave the city that you said you weren't going to give. I said the city, and it's in, there is a city line. Okay. Within those five minutes. Okay. I'm not giving the personal address. Okay, that makes sense. I am not giving the house number to this house. Okay. Fair. Um, where were we going with this? This knowledge? Where were we going with this knowledge? Where were we going? The self-defense law. Um, all the knowledge. The castle law or something like that. Basically, if I even even though I legally cannot take that to my mother's house because of South Carolina's own laws, be, because I'm sleeping in her house, if something were to happen and I needed to defend, defend myself, I am protected by law, even though that's not my house. It, because you have your concealed carry. Yes. Okay. Um, it's the castle law or so, like, I can't remember the name of the law, but that's essentially what the law is about. Like, that's the whole concept. Even though that's not my house, I'm staying there. That's where I'm sleeping. It is my temporary home. I can protect myself within that dwelling. Okay. Um, 
I think he's trying to play that card a little bit. Um, I think he's trying to play both. Okay. Um, the Brian's, or not Brian, Jesus Christ. Brett's attorney says that there's not significant evidence to support any kind of theory that Brett killed his wife and placed the gun in Brett's hands. Um, due to the fact that this evidence the the gun residue on the blinds is found so late after the murder. Um, his his claim is that there have been countless officers in and out of this home. The gunpowder residue could have come from any one of those officers. Um, but mm, that's he's, a stretch. He's trying. That's to, a stretch. He's trying my to friend. pull a John Benet Ramsey. If you know, you know. It, yeah, if you know, you know. Like, he's, he's trying to say the police fucked it up. <coughs> um, uh, it's also noted during the search warrant that the toilet seat is up. This is where we get to the significance of him taking a shit. Um, the police officer that executed the search warrant said that he finds it very difficult to believe that a grown man... Is taking a shit with the toilet seat up. With the toilet seat up. I mean, he ain't wrong. Yep. Uh. Yeah, and so it, he was just like, "No, bro, no, you weren't taking shit," because that's good police detective work. Also, and this might be weird. But if you're in the middle of taking a shit and you hear gunshots and you're worried about your wife, why do you take the time to flush? Ooh. Ooh. Of like Detective <laughs> Megan on the case. <laughs> so hot. <laughs> like, I would not. I would be panicked. I there would be no pinch it off and run, bitch. Like, goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and not run away. Run, run figure and out. Do help uh, help yeah. the spouse. Help my wife. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, let's bring it back to the bag. Um, the way I uh, figured, since we've already made this episode real weird, um, and we've dubbed it, don't make it weird, or we made it weird, uh, I thought we could play detective like you just did fuck yeah let's do it <laughs> i brought my gun bag um in a similar box of ammunition the argument with this bag is that in the crime scene evidence photo his bag is kind of similar to mine um i'll put it on camera so you guys can see it um it's not quite the same size but it's really close um, I studied this picture so hard. Like, I went in on this picture. What is visible in the picture is that there's a pair of gym shorts and what appears to be a shirt in the bag. And the box of ammunition is just sitting on top. Of the shirt and shorts. Of the clothes. 
So the argument that the police are trying to make is if he's flinging this bag. The ammunition should shift down. Should shift and be underneath the clothing or in the corner. Ammo is fucking heavy. Not delicately. Placed on top. Placed on top. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to show you the the actual security camera footage Mm -hmm. of him getting out of the car and entering the home. And I'm going to try to do that. Okay. Let's and we're gonna open the bag and see what happens. We'll see where the ammu ammu. Yeah, see where the ammu is, as you can tell. So Jamie is the gun wielder, not me. Yeah. So (laughs) the gun is not in the bag, by the way. I removed it. It is in a safe location. And Jamie is good with gun safety. Um, I've turned the sound off so you can't hear anything. You only see okay what you need to see. Okay, uh, so we have a video of... There are several cars in this driveway. So these are their personal cars. There's like three personal cars. Yep. And... This is Mr. Brian. Brian, his sedan pulls on up. And... Oh. You might have to get close to this. Okay, I'm going to move on closer. You've already missed it. Already missed it. See, he just oh. kind of totes it over his shoulder. Totes it. That's a yep. good word. Like, yeah, he just like. Totes it doop. over his shoulder. Doop is a good word for it. Like, doop. So BRB, I'll let you be the narrator. Okay. So definitely this dude is not walking into this house like he's about to commit a felony. He's not flinging it. He's not. He did not fling this bag over his body at all. I'm stuck in cords. Um, it, was, it was very much like a. This is bad. Similar to this. Like, it's just like a gym bag. Okay, bag is, I mean, it's just a small, like, gym-looking bag. It's not a huge-ass duffel bag, but it's what you would take to the gym. Um, and so, Jamie, I was wondering what, she, she like, grabbed a pair of my shorts, uh, like, pajama shorts, and she's like, like, I need these. Like, it's just... Yeah, it's just... Placed on top. Placed on top. Okay, okay. cool. Let's see that. And Jamie's closing up the bag and everything. And she's still closing up the bag. Still closing up the bag. Do I not? Okay, no, I don't. I thought I had a shoulder strap. Okay. But like, he just does. It was on your camera, I think. Just does yeah. one of these. He very, yeah, it's very casual that he just kind of puts it over his shoulder. He like totes it over his shoulder, just like, yeah. like this is just my bag. And I heard. He did a similar motion when he put it down. Yeah. That I just did. Yeah. And you put it down very gently, considering you could have flung it down. Yep. But I heard it. I heard <laughs> the ammo, like, shift. Like, I guarantee it is not on top anymore. It is on top. <laughs> ah! Everything is not the way it was in the picture. To be fair, the ammunition is still on top, but it's now been jostled. It Yes. In the picture, and I wish we could show it, um, everything is like delicately folded. Okay, so that it's like okay. Yep. All right. So like, yes, but no. This this looks like I toted this bag around. Yeah, you've been carrying the bag for. Yep. So we did. All day. We did exactly uh, what I wanted us to do, which is test it and see what happens because we're keyboard detectives. That's what we do. Yeah, uh, facts. 
Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, facts. Um, the also fun fact: the box of ammunition um, was processed, and Brett's DNA was on the box, not Brian's. There was a singular thumbprint. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I don't think Brett thought this through very well. Mm, sounds like it, doesn't it? Um, at this point, when they're like, "Dude, what you doing with the blinds? And why is your DNA on the box of ammunition? Uh, and why was the toilet seat up? Like they were really pressed about the toilet seat. Yeah. Um." When they confront him with all that, at that point, he refuses to continue speaking with the local police and demands to only deal with chief of police. At the time, this is Officer Leon Lott. I debated on whether or not to use your name, sir. However, it is on multiple public relations with this murder, so obviously you don't care. Um... Per request of Brett's father, who knows this man personally. Like, Brett cozies up, or is cozied up with chief of police. Okay. And Brett's daddy is his friend. Who's the chief of police? Yes. Yes. And Brett's daddy is a very big bookie. Yes. Are you starting to connect some pieces? I'm getting it. <laughs> um, on July 20th, 2013, Brett is arrested for the murder of Brian and Tammy. Shocker. Um, now, prior to him being arrested, things get a little convoluted. Officer Lott calls him personally. After, like, they go, Officer Lott goes, obtains the arrest warrant, walks out of the courthouse with the arrest warrant, calls Brett up on his cell phone, and was like, heads up, we're coming, get you, turn yourself in. I don't think that's protocol. I don't, I don't think so. Um, so... Before Brett goes and does this, he records a video on his cell phone addressed to his children, begging them for their support. Now, I get I get a little weird with this part, because something that I personally found suspicious about this, nobody else mentioned it, um, was that on the video, he addresses Tammy only by her first name. Um, I'm not a seasoned detective. I am a keyboard detective, like I just said. Um, but I feel like to pull John Bonet back into this, I feel like this is another John Bonet thing. Because John Bonet's mother never she only addressed her as John Bonet. It was never in any of her addresses to the public her press conferences, her interviews with police, it was never my daughter. And he had And I feel like said. if your daughter has been found murdered in your basement, you are going to be devastated. 
Yeah. Like you're going to be, that is your child. Yeah. My kid, my daughter. Uh, yes. Who did this to my, my daughter. My daughter. Is going to be the verbiage used. I would think so. As someone who's studied a bit of psychology, I would think. And maybe I'm wrong. I definitely could be wrong. But not to get morbid, um, but I feel like if one of us was murdered, we're not, it's not going to be Megan the entire conversation. God, no. Okay. So we can agree on that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you get hurt at work and it is not just Jamie. So I've heard the things you yell at my coworkers. Yeah, I am aware. <laughs> Stop letting her do things. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's not going to be a first strict first name basis. So no. I thought that that was, especially with, since he's addressing his children in the video, I feel like he should. I, the word should sounds weird. But I feel like the verbiage would be, I didn't kill your mom. I didn't kill your mother. Like it would be more person. You would make it. You'd make it more personal. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't kill mom. Yeah. Like that. That's my wife. I didn't kill my wife. I'm not going to talk to my 16 year old and five year old. Oof. Son. Four. Four year old son. Going. I didn't kill Tammy. No, that's not Tammy. That's mom. If I'm addressing my children, that's. Mom or yeah. mommy. Um, because again, that's more personal. But nobody mentioned that. That's just me. Um, but see, now, the question is, why would Brett murder Brian? Other than the fact that he's claiming Brian shot his wife. Um, during the investigation, uh... This is a fuck up. I fucked up. Welcome to Why would he murder Tammy? If we're going to make a theory that that you kind of sort of brought up earlier, that Brett killed Tammy before Brian got there. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Um, I can just start spewing things if you want me involved. I mean, you are part of the show. <laughs> Uh, insurance money. Maybe he was in hella debt and wanted like insurance. Maybe he was a bad bookie. Maybe he was a bad bookie. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe she was cheating on him or he was cheating on her and didn't want to be with her anymore. And rather than leaving, he was like, "Mm, death. (laughs) Maybe, um, I mean, those are, those are my big ones. Those year, those year three. Yeah. All right. I hear your three. Hmm. Text messages were found between Brett and a local bank teller indicative of an affair. Brett was caught on camera at a local hotel motel renting a room, um, and the bank teller was seen coming and going from said room. This is a rent-by-the-hour room. So he didn't want to be with Tammy Joe anymore. Um, he wanted to be with bank teller. And rather than leaving like a man, he was like, murder. On top of that, she had $860,000 in life insurance that he, oh, was double the, whammy. he was the beneficiary of. And according to the police and the prosecution, Mr. Highballer Bookie Man 
was having a lot of issues paying back his debts, i.e. him owing Brian the $21,300. Oh, so all three of my reasons are like, <laughs> bam, bam, bam. Yeah, so that's... <laughs> so yes. <laughs> that's why I said, I, I hear you, I see you. Um, <clears throat> now, during the trial, we meet a man. Here enters Mr. Lenny Gunter. Um, Lenny is actively serving a federal prison sentence at the time of this trial in this murder for being a bookie. Hmm. Um, he's also Mr. Brett's bookie. So they know each other. Of course they do. Um, and Mr. Brett owes this man, Mr. Lenny, what the the Weedle bookie owes the big bookie a hundred and one thousand dollars. God damn. Mm-hmm. Um, but he goes on stand and on record and says, Yeah, but if he just called me, I would have forgiven all debt. <laughs> no. That's not the way that works. Listen. Uh, you're not a good bookie. No. Again. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You told me at one point that I don't belong here. <laughs> Mr. Lenny, we got, me and you got beef. Me and you got personal beef. You, sir, you don't belong here. We don't do that. You owe somebody money. You pay them back. I mean, facts. So you don't sit with us at the whiskey and wonder table, Mr. Lenny. Are you having? A, are you okay over there, Megan? I'm great. Um, that's just that's not how you do, people. No, it's not. Especially when you borrow such a large sum of money. Mm-hmm. Yep. You say thank you and you pay it back. Um, a thank you is important. I think. Yeah. And then three. Just three weeks of trial and two weedle hours of deliberation. The jury reaches a verdict. Two hours. Two hours. <laughs> Versus how long was it for Richard Ramirez? Like, it was a long-ass time. Yep. Two hours. That's long enough for them to eat the free lunch. <laughs> they literally walked in and was just like, he did it. He did it. Okay. Let's eat and go home. Um, yep. <laughs> Mama's got supper on the stove. Got to get to it. Love you, Reba. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Brett is found guilty of both murders. Um, he receives two life sentences without the possibility of parole. And that, my dear Megan, is the Ascot murder. Oh, wow. That was that was a ride. It was a ride. It was a ride. Uh, um, dude man tried. He tried it. He tried it. Uh, Ascot, you are a bougie-ass neighborhood. Um, murder seems to be a thing. And that's <laughs> all I'm going to say. Anyways, who did it? Was it Brian or Brett? 
Who did it? Uh, very clearly, the only person left alive is the one who did it this time. You think? Yeah. Brett thought he made a, a very good case that Brian did it. <laughs> Brett was wrong. No. Brett fucked up real bad. Brett, 100% guilty. Killed his wife. Killed his friend. Mm-hmm. Did not get away with it. Nope. Self-defense or not self-defense? No. Not even close. Okay. Defending your home, not defending your home? Uh, no. Home wasn't in danger. Home was not a threat. Okay. I mean, he walked in with a gun. No, he didn't. He walked in with a gym bag. <laughs> and had... That he was told to bring with him to transport the money. Yeah. No, 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 no. He did not have a gun on him. And he I guarantee you... He admitted to telling him to bring to bring that bag. bag yeah no he didn't and he didn't give that gun to brian two weeks before and not have a, no 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 it's not what happened brett's a liar but liars always get caught lying mm, that they do it all cut love me some popo he has a lot of quotes that I have adopted mm -hmm. in my now that I'm an adult and one that I have latched myself onto here lately is it all comes out in the wash yeah it sure does yep and it did it did with Mr. Brett I think I think so he did it he did it two hours of deliberation mm -hmm. yep was not a hard was not a hard case he yep. did it and uh let that be a lesson to everyone. Like, don't, don't fuck around. Don't fuck around. If you're going to do illegal shit, do it well. <laughs> um, <laughs> or just know you're going to get fucking caught. Yeah. And don't deal with large sum of monies. If you borrow money, pay it back. Don't owe people money, especially if it's a large sum of money. Um, just don't kill people, guys. That's just a big don't, one. Don't kill people. Just do better. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't have anything to say to that. Nope. Well, once again, good job, Jamie. I love having you on here every time. It's been great fun. <laughs> good job. Thank you. And yeah, I think we made it pretty weird. Yeah, did we? Did we? I think we did. I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. Facts? Facts. <laughs> we made it real weird. <laughs> uh, on that note. Trivia with Tyler. All right. Um, I, sorry, I have to reply to friend Bella, who is watching our animals for us currently um, for some reason um, that I can't say on the podcast. But she... Me desperately checking my watch for text messages. <laughs> um, I've only gotten a Tinder post. Not from me. I was like, whoa! <laughs> Check the group chat. <laughs> Oh, my phone's died. That's why I have nothing. I'm not in the loop. What? What is wrong with Muffin? <laughs> One is he, Muffin okay? Yes, he's getting braver. He's sitting on the couch. What? Yeah, he's sitting on the couch. Oh, that was definitely. <laughs> this, we've clipped many times, guys. I'm that. Listen, we're gonna talk about it. 
Are we? This, this gets national attention. <laughs> Our dog is mortified. Of friend Bella's spouse. Yes. Has no reason to be. No. But like violently shakes and pisses and shits himself when he is in the room. And we don't know why. And we're trying to make them love each other. And Bella's spouse really wants Brooks to be okay with him. Like yes. he wants to be best friends with him. And Brooks does not. Moving on. Trivia with Tyler. <laughs> Um, so you're not panicking. She was saying he's getting braver. And then she also was like, is the food for the cat or the dog? And I'm like, there's, it's written the, the bag, the bag has there's writing. Two bags. There's two bags. Both of them have writing on them that say what is for. So trivia with Tyler. Um, since we're drinking Metallica's whiskey, I figured we needed a Metallica trivia, right? Yeah. So what are you a noob? <laughs> You're going to hit me with some solitaire trivia? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Where a Q-tip came from? Like, no. <laughs> Metallica set the Guinness World Record for becoming the first musical act to perform on every continent. The Ooh. band headed to Antarctica in 2013 to perform at Who are Carlini you performing for in Antarctica? Base. Penguins? And they headed... There to perform at Carlini Base, and Metallica and Coca Cola organized a competition for fans to win tickets. Where fans also received a week long Antarctica cruise. So of course Coke sponsored that because polar because bear. polar bears. <laughs> yeah, one, two. I want to go on an Antarctica cruise. Like is on my bucket list now. Will you come with me to Antarctica? You're asking a lot of me, Megan. I am. I've never been on a boat of that magnitude. Like, I've always been able to return to land. Um, and I've never been on a plane. And this bitch is going to sit here and be like, you're getting on a plane and I want you to get on a boat. I mean, you are, you are getting on a plane in a few months. Like it's happening. Or I could just drive in me either. <laughs> that is way too far of a drive to go to Colorado. You we're flying and you're gonna be okay, I promise. Okay. Um Yeah, so Metallica, first band to perform on literally every continent on this planet. Final thoughts. So you've been presenting. You've not had a whole lot of time. To uh, drink. I just didn't because I didn't like it. <laughs> sorry. Not sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, so I just saw you add water to it. I added water, but I had not sipped any water with it yet. Can I? Um, yes, dear. Okay. Um, I am on the opposite of Jamie on this one. I've really enjoyed it. I, I really like it with the water. It's a completely different beverage. What? Hold, please. What do you mean it's completely different it's com beverage? I mean, granted, I did just like accidentally pour a lot of water into it. Here, have this one. It is very different with water. What the fuck? Yep. Yeah, I knew you were going to go back for seconds on that. It is a completely different beverage. Where'd the fruit go? It's a bourbon. Where'd the fucking fruit go? It's a go? bourbon with water. It's just a bourbon. Yeah, I got rid of the rye entirely. It is a sweet-ass bourbon. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'll drink that. Just dilute the fuck out of it first. 
Okay. This is like an ice ball. Whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, wow. That. The first. No water, I give you a two. With water, I give you an eight. Holy fuck. Okay. We're going to have to figure out an actual number to write down then for you, though. So then what? Holy fuck, the fruit is gone. So five would be the average, would it not? Between a two and an eight? Mm-hmm. Add yeah. eight and two and divide by two. Yeah. Five, yeah. So five. Five, middle of the road for you. Okay. All right. Um, well, I've really enjoyed it both without water and with water. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a six. Okay. You're gonna give I feel it- like I feel like five is unfair. Okay. Um, get closer to your microphone, bitch. I just said um. They don't need to hear me say um. They didn't need to hear me r- roll around like a turtle. I wasn't <laughs> speaking. <laughs> I believe you said hermit crab. I said turtle. Both. They did not need to hear me roll around. Um, man, I'm now struggling with a number because Tyler is going to think I'm such a little bitch. Um, everyone knows. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. I give out tens like they're candy. It's Don't give it. No. It is. It's so no. good, Jamie. I love the fruit. You love the fruit? Yes. Of course you do. Okay. So if you love the fruit, it's a 10. <laughs> it's a 10 for you. I it's a ten. I like I loved the berry like fruit aspect of it. I love it with water when all of that's gone. I love the rye spices there. I like the burn. I like the aftertaste. I think it's ten. It's ten. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Okay. I'm sure into your special I'll be rating it again. So let's stick around and see if it's still a ten. Get you shwished it off of that one too. Um, so, f- fuck, first 10 of 2023. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> uh, what is this, our second episode of 2023 where we actually are w- rating a whiskey and have yep. already given a fucking 10? Yep. Sorry, Tyler. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> figured out that noise. Um, uh, I guess I could do this. Um, yeah, yeah, do it. Do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Soggy biscuits. Our cats are going to kill us in our sleep. Our cats are going to kill you in your sleep. Somebody, somebody is going to leave us a bad review for that. Because I'm sure I just triggered the fuck out of somebody. And what with? That's a hamster. What? <laughs> what? I can't. I can't. <laughs> oh, that was ru- I need to stay inside that. No. Uh, we made it weird ASMR. Um, so pay us some more for that. <laughs> Can Next episode, we'll have an OnlyFans <laughs> where I just sit at a microphone and do that. Uh, I'd pay for it. <laughs> I- We're done. End it. Oh. <laughs> End it. <laughs> um, my boss listens to these. <laughs> mine does too. <laughs> oh my! Well, your boss loves me. Yes, so. I think he does. 
Did I play the final thoughts thing or did we just talk about it? We just talked about it. <laughs> I th- no, yeah, you did. Did I, did I? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Okay, I'm going to go with what I did. I did do the final thoughts drop. If not, fuck, sorry. <laughs> 90 ep- episodes in. <laughs> I'm so good at what I do. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, well, uh, we are sitting here at an hour 48, so we are going to get out of here. Thank you for sticking around. Um, thank you, Jamie, for coming on and doing your host thing. I love yeah. when we do murdy and weirdness. Yep. Thank you for having me as your um, self-appointed uh, perma backup host i you don't have a choice but to allow me to live here now i you belong here you do you belong here against all of what you want in life i belong here i'd argue that this is everything i've ever wanted in life actually you literally looked me in the face and said i didn't belong here so shut the fuck (laughs) (laughs) you belong with me took me a minute to figure that out that it could be a reality and she's leaving. Oh, goodbye. Um, guys, thank you so much. Please uh, go to whiskeyandwonder.com. Check out all of our stuff. Uh, send us an email. Um, contact at whiskeyandwonder.com. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Uh, all that being said, thanks so much. Don't drink and drive. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drink and drive. Cheers. <laughs>